Good afternoon and welcome to Calgary Business Podcasts. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and today I've got a special guest, Terry Rock from Platform Calgary. And Terry, I'd like you just to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what, uh, what got, how Platform Calgary got started and what got you involved in it. Sure, yeah, I'm the President and CEO of Platform Calgary. Uh, I, my background, I came here from the Alberta Small Brewers Association. I was their executive director for a couple of years, helping to grow the craft brewing industry. Uh, prior to that, I dabbled in politics, and then for a decade, I was the uh, founding CEO and president of Calgary Arts Development Authority. So I spent a lot of time um, stitching together the arts sector in the city and trying to make sure that it was uh, performing at a high level and delivering quality of life for Calgarians. And prior to that, I moved to Calgary from Texas to be the to be a professor of strategy, entrepreneurship, and innovation at the University of Calgary. Right. So any any link to the location, I'll just for the for the listeners, yeah. Where Platform Calgary sits to the arts, because I know Theatre Calgary's not far. You've got the you, you National just, Music Center is a neighbor, uh, yeah. Calgary Public Library is a neighbor. Um, well, we Platform Calgary actually is a 38-year-old organization, which will shock some people because right. we just rebranded in March. We were Calgary Technologies Inc., and which actually started life in 1981 as the wow. Calgary Research and Development Authority. Okay. And what's interesting about that is, you know, I think it's interesting for to imagine that our city for the past 40 years has had an organization whose prime job is to prepare the city for what's coming next, whatever's coming next. And uh, I started this job about a year and a half ago, and we'd spent a lot of time uh, revisiting who we were about. We had just wrapped up a seven-year partnership under the brand Innovate Calgary, which uh, with uh, that organization that still exists, right. um, and we spun back out and had to do a bit of introspection. The result of that introspection was we wanted to be a community-facing, community-building organization focused on the uh, health and vitality of the innovation ecosystem. That really meant um, that we uh, had to focus on downtown Calgary and be less sort of secluded up by the university. Uh, the University of Calgary has a really strong innovation program. Right, right. And so somebody needed to focus, have their bottom line be the rest of the community. So for the, for the listeners as well, City Hall yeah. is not too far. It's stone's yeah, throw right. away. So if you, I guess, do you have any year, and I'm, I'm not putting politics into play, but is, it, is there a link to the Calgary... Uh, the municipality for that, or the municipality? Uh, not, 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 no, not really. I mean, that's more. Well, it's connected in in an, in an important way. We are in East Village, okay. So part of the part of the transition that we're making to become com- more of a community facing community building organization is we've set up shop in the part of Calgary that is representing where we're going as a city. So this is a revitalization yep. of a part of the city that wasn't very nice in the past. You're right. And, and as, a, as a native Calgarian, I can, I can attest right. to that. And people blame, people blame the, the municipal building and how it really turned its back on this part of the city oh, as right, one of the right. reasons for that. Right, right. Uh, but I, I know, for instance, that uh, a lot of the tech companies that, that, that we uh, work with are really interested in being in this part of the city, the, the part that's up and coming. And uh, so we're in temporary space right now. We're in the Hillier Block. It's a, it's a heritage building. Yes. Uh, it's about 5,000 square feet. We are building the Platform Innovation Center that will open Q1 2021. It's right. actually a six-story structure. The top four stories are parking. 
And the first two stories are yeah. the Innovation Center that we will own and operate. Uh, we're and where be, will that be? Uh, just on 9th. Um, so downtown as well. Down south, just across the street from the new public library. Okay. It's just south of so the not far from here. Yeah, not far. It's we. Uh, this is kind of our base camp. We call the building platform beta because it's it's we're trialing a lot of things here that we're going to bring into the new space, and it's going to be fifty thousand square feet wow. dedicated to innovators and the work that they do and supporting them. So I, I'm going to go in not to. To specifics yet, but how does it compare to companies like Y Combinator, which you're probably familiar with, yep. or 500 Startups, yep. or even Boost VC? I, I don't know, but there's they, they, right. these three to four month programs, and they kick out at the end of it. The cohorts talk about their what they've done over the last three four weeks, yeah, and then and pitch to investors. Is that similar here? There's similarities. Uh, y Combinator, we would call that an aspirational accelerator that we are trying to uh, help Calgary companies get ready for. Okay. So we're our current program offering is earlier than a Ycom or. So uh, this is pre-seed. Would you classify pre-seed the, the companies you deal with? The programs that we offer offer are pre-seed, but a big part of what we're trying to do is, you know, if Ycom and Air wanted a franchise, we would be very happy to host them in the Platform Innovation Center, and they would take, you know, they would work with companies that are at their stage. Yeah. And uh, you know, they take equity, and it's really about connecting founders to the right people, that's yeah. that acceleration process. Whereas the state of the Calgary ecosystem right now is we need to focus on a few key things. Uh, one of them is at the base level is connectivity. More people need to know what's going on. Yeah. We know that highly connected ecosystems globally perform at a higher at a better rate. And Calgary actually has some really good um, priors for that. We are the volunteer capital of Canada. We have a condensed downtown that makes it easy for people to meet and we're used to doing deals on a handshake in this city. Right. That we can actually transfer that capacity into the software technology startup space. Um, and uh, uh, so and then we need so connectivity is important, capital formation is important, um, company creation just the fact is that we're five some people would argue ten times underweight on the amount of new companies getting started. In Calgary? In Calgary. Okay. In Alberta broadly, but in Calgary for sure. And that if we were performing at a per capita rate that, that was equivalent to some of the top performing cities in Canada, right, right. instead of having, say, 250 digital startups here, we'd have 1,000 or okay. 3,000. So disproportionately, uh, yeah. not aligned to everything else that's going on in the community or the business community, visa I don't use the word vis-a-vis, -vis, but in relation to what other countries or cities are doing. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time benchmarking wow. to try to what? understand where we're at. And there's a lot of really good stories there. That yeah. I don't want people to have the impression that there isn't good things happening. There are really great things happening. We're just at an early stage in this transition as we try to diversify our economy and create jobs that are you know, part of the fourth industrial revolution. And, that are more digital focused and, right. and that, you know, creating companies that can scale really fast because their marginal costs are low. Uh, and, and sort of that is where we see the role we can play yes. in creating the new economy for capital. You know, that, that on that level, on that note, when you I really want to just, I don't want to jump around too much. Yeah. I just read an article and it said, crunch, so Crunchbase yeah. headline was, 
Series B down. And that literally, yeah. for me, Series B is, wow, if you can't do it with a seed and or Series A, which Series A should be scaling up, getting yeah. revenue, and you're, at, you're struggling at Series B, that means something, in, in my view, you're not taking the money and putting it to work. Mm-hmm. You know, the words bootstrapping, I just listened to, uh, I think it was called Grammarly, and it literally eight years in existence and they bootstrapped before they went they're now a billion market cap which yeah. you probably heard the term unicorn yeah and i'm thinking grammarly i see ads for it all the time yeah but there were eight years where they bootstrapped which is pre it's just they and the word you probably can define it better than i can but literally just taking the revenues generating revenues and putting it into the business to grow and scale yeah yeah absolutely what we the we kind of break our work down into, we have an advisor network that is, uh, includes staff that we have, and then it has people that we've trained that are, do other things, but we bring them in on projects. Right, right. Um, and that group, and then, and then actually a broad group that we aspire to become global, so that our focus is always on the Calgary founder and what do they need, and if they need access to somebody that has expertise. You know, we had an IoT company here that had a technology that could work in automotives. We went to Detroit and found an advisor right. for them and helped them. And, Brilliant. And Is that Atabotics or no? No, no. Okay. Uh, and uh, um, just the one I, I'd, I'd seen them in the, recently in the news. They'd receive funding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Atabotics is in the warehouse space, so they're um, they would we ha- I can't remember the name of the company, but it was it's sure technology is focused on parking, um, and. Uh, so, so we'll do that. So we have that advisor network and that advisor network is, we use it to just make connections. That's, it's under our category of, of, the, of the process of acceleration is one of right. our core offerings. So an advisor network that we have access to on, either on our bench or we can access. Uh, the next, we use that and then we also bring in others into what we call academies. And so one of our core academies is called Junction. It's for first time founders right. with an MVP and they're willing to spend nine weeks with us, three hours a day, right. and they're surrounded by expertise, and we bring the best from the city really? on the key topic areas they need, to, they need to be part of. And at the end of Junction, we say there's two things that happen. One is you have a founder mindset, which, is, which some people are born with, some aren't. Right. Uh, but we, we can help <laughs> you learn what that is, and yeah. the implications of what you're about to do are for, for your life. Yeah. Um, and the second thing is, and sorry, and on that founder mindset, we actually spend we're one of the few that we know of that actually has a segment on wellness as a core part of the offering. So wellness. we work on, on wellness, mental as in health, mental health and wellness. So that the people that are doing this, are, yeah. we want to create healthy uh, entrepreneurs here. And then the second thing is we actually build a data room for the company. So even though it might be a very early stage company, right. we give them the foundational parts of their business so that if you ask a question as an investor, or maybe you want maybe your Y Combinator, and you want them to come into your right. into the accelerator, our founders will be able to answer any question about their business in a whole three sixty perspective. It doesn't nice. matter what you need to ask them. Uh, we have through our advisors with them built that data room that will then grow with the company. Brilliant. So it might not be fully baked everywhere because of it's it's. Uh, Stage specific for the company. so the data room being so for the, if someone's going to do due diligence yeah. for instance that information is right gone are the days of an FTP upload give me your FTP file and you wait six hours for it to upload and then right. you're, you're going through this literally this is some of the, as a CFO of my past life yeah. you're just trolling through this reams of data and I said I mean God yeah this is a one one stop shop ask specific, <laughs> you know we we really we really do put them 
through the ringer on being able to answer any question thoroughly. That would be relevant to their business. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, on that, so you've been in this role for a year and a half. Yeah. But the platform Calgary and its nascent, uh, or its earlier predecessor company names, is 40 years. But in your, what have you, what is the fundamental changes you've seen since you started at the helm here? Well, since I've started, let's see, changes? In Calgary or the business community, <laughs> you that know, impacts I, your, your, your customer or your, your, yeah. your uh, cohorts. Yeah, well, I think the biggest change that, that, I, I, that I put my finger on is a broadening awareness that this is an area of work that we, as a city, need to focus on. Right. That, that if we have hopes of diversifying our economy, growing our economy from where it is now and the right. strengths we have, it is going to be through uh, entrepreneurship and innovation. And so we see our job is to kind of unleash that wave. Uh, we are seeing, for example, we're, we uh, the third sort of leg of the, of the stool is industry transformation. So we're right. seeing, uh, for example, the energy industry has a real interest in clean tech. And we see clean tech as a huge export opportunity for Alberta. And so we just partnered with Foresight out of British Columbia to start a, they've been doing clean tech acceleration for quite a while. So, we so you're, talking, you're, you're talking about carbon emissions or uh, it could be anything that water disposal, yeah, waste disposal. You bet. Yeah. Okay. Anything that, that uh, has some kind of uh, environmentally positive impact right. could be applied to egg, could be applied, applied to energy could be applied to transportation logistics, anything along those lines would qualify as clean tech. So we're partnering with Foresight to uh, work, I think it'll be up to upwards of 30 to 40 companies in the Southern really? Alberta area to get take their business to the next level, which includes connecting with corporate Calgary. Uh, we're working with the real estate industry here to help them understand their issues, how technology might be able to accelerate and change their industry. Let's get the banks together with the developers, with the brokerage sector, um, and and bring startups into that mix and have some conversations. Brilliant. And then hopefully we we build connections and then maybe actually start working with them to to create how, startups here. How would on the clean tech? And I'm just my thought, my mind's racing here. Yeah, there was a, there was an article I read some time ago. It was about the the grease or oil, say that they use in McDonald's. Yes. And so when I was in Dubai, yeah, there was this whole thing about using that re, the the it's not diesel fuel. It's, it's a biodiesel. It's a, is that does that classify as clean in clean tech or is it because um, you're reusing but it's still creating at the end of it depends I, I would have to I would not know what its GHG uh, footprint would be but <laughs> okay. but uh, I just thought I was, that sort of I think it probably broadly is in like a bio well, like construction waste like yeah. in the Middle East yeah look, waste energy was a was a was yeah. a big a huge topic yes but whether but the reality was the capital costs were prohibitively expensive in terms of the the, the end. The ROI return would be very yeah. minimal because that energy getting it to market waste. Yeah. So you take massive construction waste, whatever it is, yeah. cement and, and steel and rebar, yeah. and throw it and create energy. That yeah. also itself creates yeah. it. It's so I would say that you're know, asking about the transitions I've seen. One of them is that industry recognizes that these kinds of practices, regardless right. of what, how you see it, there actually there is value to be created in thinking in innovative ways yeah. about how what we used to consider waste might actually be something that has value uh, and or can improve our bottom line. 
And so a lot of our, what we're seeing is people transitioning from, I'm not interested so much in technology to, yeah. oh, maybe there's opportunities there, maybe there's opportunities there. So we're, we do some corporate innovation training, for example, as a, it's just, right. a, it's just a teaser. Our, our, our mission is about uh, creating jobs through early well, technology. And we will sit with a corporate leadership team and help them understand how they might change their thinking about it. Um, and then hopefully we can put them in front of a startup founder and they'll buy their technology. I mean, this could go anyway. And, and yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna transition a little bit, but in some, some of the things you said, the entrepreneur program, if I take Bob, Bob Schultz and he's connecting. Yeah. So Dr. Bob Schultz up at the Haskin School of Business, he mentioned he's on boards of different companies and his goal, twofold. One is when he's in a business case, and second is when he's working with startups across Calgary and he says, look, if there's something going on in the Middle East or there's something going on in Europe, I'm trying, I, you know, if I, if I read about it, we'll connect those together, that yeah. connection. But he said in the business case, when they do case studies, because I'm going back to the day when he was a teacher or a prof and I was there yeah. and he, they used to go off to business cases in, in Queen's University and win. They'd come back with gold medals and Bob put the jacket on. And I don't know if you know Bob Schultz. Oh yeah, his office was next to mine when I was there. So he'd have the jacket, right? And I, I said, where's the jacket? Because we didn't go into his office. I said, bring out the jacket. So we'll get next time. But literally, he put on the jacket as a, as a kind of a Don Cherry type of a way. And I said, Bob, so what's the difference today? He goes, you know what I want to, we're doing today? We're saying there are 30,000. This is where he wants to go with his business case. There are 30,000 immigrants at the border. And, and they give them the, the what would you do? Mm. He said, what they're doing today, so that's later. He said, that's, those are real life issues. The second thing, or the one area he said, what we're doing today is, all right, Apple's got a conference call coming up. These are the issues they're dealing with. You know, you've got things in China, you've got things, you know, you've got a lawsuit with Qualcomm. Here's what the conference call is going to, we're going to, we're going to role play the conference call and then we're going to listen to the, a week later we're going to listen to the conference call and it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. So you see what he said, well, we, we did this, the, the, the dialogue. So. I mean, it's real life, yeah, yeah, real life stuff. So, but I just really wanted to really go finish off then, Jerry, yeah. on the sense of where you, what do you see issues, your new platform aside, your new building aside, what are the one or two things that you think are going to impact the platform and maybe small business startups in Calgary in the next two to three years? Yeah, so we're, uh, we are part of Team Calgary, which is led by Calgary Economic Development. They have right. a 10-year economic strategy that identifies four pillars of work that needs to happen in the city, innovation, uh, place, business-friendly environment, and talent. And so we're, there's really everyone is lining up under those four right. areas of work to, to level up Calgary on each of those four. Far and away, the biggest challenge we have and every city like us has right. is talent. So however you slice it, <laughs> in order for us to be successful, we need to raise the level of people who are sophisticated in their ability to deploy technology and create for job technology or people to yeah those people and and so it needs to be a multi-pronged approach and we need to pull together around that the other things kind of fall in behind so so the the we will rapidly run out of talent if we're so our goal 
is to go from 250 to 1,000 startups over the next 10 years. That's the that's right. what we're trying. So to grab four times four times your size. Yeah. You have yeah. so you have 250 in the pipe now. Is that there's there's the you know various estimates. The one that we use is based on an organization called the Startup Genome that benchmarks cities around okay. the world. Okay. Okay. We participated in one of their benchmark studies, and uh, then they use they triangulate using a number of different. Um, methodologies Met, yeah. and they came up with a number between 200 and 250 in Calgary in Calgary okay. and then when we look at peers that are at an, the next level it would be at least four if not five six seven x where we are right now so we've wow. chosen a thousand right. okay. as a nice okay. round number you come between not, not seven thousand eight thousand but you come in between about eight, eight, four thousand or thousand sorry thousand would be, <laughs> we, we were looking for a goal that would force us to realign ourselves okay. as an organization as a community so we're part of the calgary innovation coalition which is 18 organizations focused on, on wow Tell me, this is new for me it's learning yeah that, a lot of that is kind of inside baseball it's 18 organizations to 20 maybe now that are that work with startup organizations and we get together on a monthly basis right to make sure that we're working together we're one of the few cities in canada that does this uh, maybe the only one actually that does it at the extent that we do. Okay. We we refer our companies to each other. To so we refer clients to the right place to make sure that they're getting the right. Sure. We triage. We make sure that they get the support. All of putting founders at the center. Um, so we will rapidly, if we are successful in actually getting the volume to crank up, so we actually get a whole bunch more people starting businesses. Very soon, we're going to hit a wall on talent. So we it doesn't. So we can waste our. We we can be excellent at what yes. we do. Yes. And if we if there are no people there to pick up the slack, then we got a problem. So our whole city actually needs to get on board this talent uh, development initiative that is again led by Calgary Economic Development, and uh, and that's well, really important. That's not for me. That sounds like a, an opportunity. To create awareness, yeah. to bring people into the fold that maybe didn't think yes. that they were te- they're, they're entrepreneurs. Exactly. And I just want to le- finish off with when I was having a discussion with uh, Alex uh, Asievsky of the University of Calgary, yeah. and he said talent. He was talking about the the, the, the similarities between Boston. Yeah. And I'm not. I, I literally I said, "What's this graph?" He showed me the graph, and he says, "This was Boston, and he says, here in yeah. history of time, and they had to disrupt. They had to change." Because the port would change and so things change in in, in Boston. Yeah. Because Calgary is at that he sees it's very critical point yeah. where we need to and, and where you use the word talent. And Alex was saying in Boston they took the mind capital or the mind the the, the brain the brain trust yeah. and, and and took that and really, literally it's a hub for innovation and, and yeah. quite and and of course the graph went up. Yeah. And he said Calgary's at that inflection point and he sees it because I, I think he did it his thesis on that I don't know specifically but it was more interesting to say that he saw the similarities between what Calgary because of oil yeah. prices look I was I was in Russia when oil prices were at buck 47 147 yeah and when they hit 30 it was depressing yes and then yeah. they went up to 110 dollars North Sea Brent and everyone was happy for four or five years and yeah. I was in Dubai yeah great same thing what's your you know the, the, yeah. the, the price when it went back down to 30 that it has not come back it's Fifty-ish, yeah. yeah. But it's not the same sort of future uh, optimism. Optimism. So, yeah, I agree. Talent is you know finding it. There are ta- the talent is in Calgary in terms of the, yeah. the service people that have worked. And I give you that earlier comment about Red Deer. 
and some of the trucks that are just sitting idle waiting for the next move. We have, we have the raw materials that I tell my team here all the time uh, that there's no other place in the world that I can think to that I'd rather be doing the kind of work that we're doing. Because it's, it's rewarding in the sense that we know that if we're successful, we change the trajectory of our city. We know that we change the trajectory of people's lives. Right. And we've got investable wealth. We've got a burning platform to make change. We've got people that are starting to get it and are pushing us to do sure. more. Uh, and we've got actually some of the most well-educated population and we're like the third most diverse city in Canada. We have the raw materials to be an overnight success that right. we know that was a long time coming. But um, so that's why I'm super optimistic about the work and it's exciting to come to work every day. Well, Terry, thank you for taking the time today. And I really appreciate that's Calgary Business Podcast. Thank you very much.